expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Good afternoon, I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 20 points this morning from yesterday's close at 18,388 on turnover of 3.69 billion NT. The Central Weather Bureau says seasonal northeasterly winds and abundant moisture have resulted in snow pellets falling on Hehuanshan. According to the Hehuanshan Forest Recreation Area, the snow pellets fell for a few minutes, along with rainfall in the area of Songshue Lodge, which is located some 3,150 meters above sea level in Hualien County. The Weather Bureau has said that snow is likely to fall on Yushan today. The northeasterly winds are expected to see a drop in temperatures island-wide until Monday in the north when the mercury is expected to rise. However, the cold air mass is expected to move south from next Tuesday. In international news, Two senior Hong Kong government officials have been sent to a quarantine isolation center after joining a birthday party that was attended by a woman who's since tested positive for COVID-19. The government is facing public criticism over the issue at a time when social distancing measures are being reintroduced in the city. Richard Kimber reports. Hong Kong's Home Affairs Secretary Casper Choi and the political assistant of the Development Bureau Alan Fong have issued public apologies for attending the banquet days before the government reimposed strict social distancing measures in a bid to prevent a further outbreak of the COVID-19 Omicron variant. At least eight other officials attended the function, which was held to celebrate the birthday of one of their colleagues. Hong Kong's chief executive Carrie Lam says she's highly disappointed in their actions. Days earlier, she had summoned the heads of the city's flagship airline Cathay Pacific to question them over how their aircrew had been able to flout pandemic rules, contract the virus, and create a local community cluster of the Omicron variant in the process. Richard Kimber in Hong Kong. The United Nations is warning that some UN agencies and aid groups will be forced to halt operations in Ethiopia's embattled Tigray region if humanitarian supplies, fuel and cash are not delivered very soon. UN spokesperson Stefan Dujaric says no trucks with food and other aid have been able to enter Tigray since December 15th, and the humanitarian situation continues to deteriorate. He says that since July 12th, only 12% of needed aid supplies have been able to enter Tigray, and UN partners who distribute aid have only around 10,000 liters of fuel left. Tens of thousands of people have been killed in the Tigray conflict that erupted in November 2020 between Ethiopian forces and fighters from Tigray, who dominated the national government before Abiy Ahmed became prime minister in 2018. As a result of a months-long government blockade, aid groups say some of Tigray's 6 million people have begun starving to death. 
and Sri Lanka officials say the country has entered into an agreement with neighboring India to redevelop a strategic oil terminal that has nearly 100 large oil tanks. The oil terminal has capacity of 8 million barrels of oil and is located on Sri Lanka's eastern coast near the strategically important Trincomalee port. It is considered one of the best natural harbors in the world. The terminal redevelopment cost was not disclosed. The project comes amid mounting concern over growing Chinese influence in Sri Lanka. China has provided billions of dollars in loans for Sri Lankan projects over the past decade. The projects include a seaport, airport, port cities, highways and power stations. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again next week for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.